Hello, good evening, welcome to Club Call. We are building up to Everton's trip to Doncaster Rovers in the Carabao Cup. Coaches are on their way, taking the travelling blues, who hopefully will get to celebrate some Everton goals tonight. It's, uh, we're three games in and we still haven't had that feeling. I had it briefly on Saturday for about three seconds, when, well, two seconds, and then looked at the lines and we just flag up and realised, even if it's tight, we ain't getting that decision. Um, Jack, a game Everton simply have to win tonight. Yeah, just to save face more than anything at this point and get some confidence in these lads and, you know, remind them, you can score goals, you are allowed to. Not only are you allowed to, but it's encouraged. Allowed to. Yeah, like, trust <laughs> it's me. It's openly yeah, encouraged like, to. Like, at, at this point, we'd quite like you, Tim. Mm. Like, if you can do it, do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll have Jack, I, I, I know very much what you mean. But, you know, openly encouraging players to score goals I'm all about it, it seems to work as well I've noticed yeah football. It, it's I think what you'll find is it's imperative to win in football matches yeah well you know? I've actually noticed the trend as well where quite often the team who scores the most goals in a game wins the game this uh, is very Michael much, Owen pointed out he did once, point it out, one of yeah. the greatest pundits of our time Michael yeah. Owen he pointed out what he's on to something there mm. people will get on his back about it and they'll go no that's not uh, all this modern footy with the, mm. the things and that back in my day where you just kicked it in the net and that, but he's onto something. There. Absolutely, he's onto something. I've just realised we didn't swap the shirts either, so that's not good, is it? Oh, well. That is not good. Um, yeah, that isn't good. Michael Owen, he, he was right. You know, he did say you, you can't win a game without scoring a goal, so... He, the thing is, correct. Michael Owen, he's been right about a lot of things in his time. The only time he said this is no ordinary chopper. If you remember, mm, I remember video. it. Yeah. yeah, he's in the helicopter. I remember and it. It yeah. wasn't an ordinary it helicopter. It wasn't. So it, because it was a simulator. Yeah, exactly. He was essentially, green screen. Yeah, he wasn't even in it, so yeah, he was so correct there. He was right. So who knows? Who knows? Uh, Mark Smith says hello, boys from Bogota in Colombia. Top man, Mark. Top man. Bet the weather's nicer in Colombia. I think the weather yeah. may well be nicer. Mark may give us a weather update in a minute on what it's doing. Yeah, in let Columbia. us know, Mark. Let us know. I spoke to Mark before, Marcus, when uh, Everton got Hammers Rodriguez. He was telling us about that. What do you think of Lewis Sinistera, Mark? I know you're not Colombian, but you're in Colombia, so let us know what you think about him. Um, yeah, Everton, it's a game Everton have to win for me, and they have to score some goals, not just the one that would win a game. I'm not going Michael Owen. I mean, I want to see Everton take this game fully seriously pay full respect to Doncaster Rovers tonight and duly put some goals past them well I don't just want to see us win I want to see us look like we're above this level of opposition which mm. we should be you know no disrespect to Doncaster Rovers but mm. the Premier League side should be multiple levels above them mm. so really we don't just have to win we have to look a class above them we mm. don't make this look like this is our level and we're playing to our level look a better team than them in every department we need to be three classes be. above them don't we at least yeah given that we're three leagues above them yeah um peter griffin ned peter griffin uh, hello no he hasn't done it there you go uh has give us the actual quote it says when they don't score goals they hardly ever win uh-huh. Danny's right. Yeah. He's correct. I mean, I did go to, I think it's still the only Premier League game without a shot on target 
and Everton lost the game 1-0. It's Sheffield United. Oh, Manchester United away. We got beat 1-0. Steve Watson on goal. So it was quality yeah. from Everton. I thought Sheffield United, when they beat us 2-0, if it was two deflections, that might have been no shots on target that game. The second one went thing, he slid it under Pickford. I don't remember it that well. John Munson played me. it down the wing yeah. and it was there. The wing, what was it called? That winger that came on. Anyway, made it 2-0. Uh, Jay says, keep up the good work, lads. Great channel and content. Thank you very much, Jay. Much appreciated. Um, Mark says, thanks for the mention. It's cloudy here. And oh, there's still no Everton tops in Colombia. We did have this conversation, Mark, didn't we, when we got Hammers Rodriguez, that Everton should really be diving in there. But At this point, though, would then. it not be like classic Everton to come now and go, ah, oh, we've got tops we've for got the Colombians. We've got Mina shirts. Yeah, we've got, we've got Hammers shirts. When he's gone. Yeah. Mm, possibly. Possibly. Maybe we'll do it for Lewis Sinister if we got him. Who knows? Who knows? David Button says, let's not be surprised when we go a goal down tonight. Oh, come on, Dave. Come on. Come on. A few people going 4-0, Everton. James Williams has gone, he's gone full confidence here. He's gone 4-0, Everton, and a Yusuf Chimiti hat-trick. That would be lovely, well, wouldn't it? I'll get behind that, yeah. It'd, It'd be, be nice because Chimiti is not in the first-team plans at the moment. Really. You've got minutes off the bench. As a sub, maybe. Yeah, but he's, you know... He, He's a young lad, you can mm. understand why. But it'd be nice for him to be able to throw his hat in the ring as well, just oh, for the benefit it. of having options and players you think he could score or he could contribute to the team. It's good, isn't it? It'd be nice for him to get that little leg up and get a goal under his belt early mm. in his time in England as well. So we're not sort of sat wondering, you know, fans shouldn't get on his back anyway, but some might if he doesn't do anything early on in the years getting minutes. So it'd be nice if he could just sort of get that, that credit in the bank early and show. Yeah. what he can do absolutely Beto is uh, has travelled whether he's involved we'll see but he's he's travelled with the lads so well we know he's a massive Evertonian as well but don't there you he, so he might go. just so be on one of the coaches be, yeah he might be on the coaches there might be, who knows um, Gilly the Lemons says it. we'll draw 1-1 and go out on pens nice and positive there yeah. I, I, if I'm going for a prediction I think it'll be 4-1 to Everton I'm thinking 2-0 Everton mm. I, think I, think I just think just it'll coast. be classic Everton where they'll score four goals and we'll all be like see they can do it then it becomes Against a bit harder it Rovers. becomes a bit harder but we'll shake listen I wouldn't rule out you know we only beat Fleetwood 1-0 last year didn't we Damari yeah. Gray and things like that so. I think that 2-0 um, not be under too much pressure but not really push the agenda too much ourselves mm. and just comfortably coast wouldn't it be game. nice to win like 4-1 4-0 oh, it'd, it'd be, be, nice be lovely 4-1 and like lose Dobbin to get one Chimiti a couple and someone like the Mar- uh, the Decore uh, someone like that you know like one of those players that get off the mark yeah or Jimmy get, Garner or something like that get the confidence going but it'll be, it'll be a, I think it'll be a tough game because we're not playing very well, but what I would say is you'd think if Everton had the same amount of chances they've had, certainly in the two home games, you'd you'd think they'd score some of the chances, surely. Yeah, and you'd think we should take the chances we've had because we're playing against a, a lower team, mm. and we should also make more chances because, again, we're playing against a team mm. multiple divisions below us. So on paper, that's how it should go, but you've always got to factor in the potential for oh. Everton happenings, haven't you? Always always um kevin murphy says creating 
kids kicked out, wife bribed, can't wait for Friday, let's... He's looking forward. Kev has gone early. He's looking forward to I don't the know what he's dead bad transfer deadline day. Yeah, I, I do. I do. Maybe he doesn't want to tell us. Um, yeah. Dave says, sorry, Baz. I do expect us to win, though, but we never make things easy. Yeah. Well, that's it, isn't it? We've got to, we've got to, like Jack just said, we have got to show the level, the difference in ability, the difference in levels. Everton have got to do it. We've done it before. We've got to do it again. We've got to go out and, and prove it. Um, it's got to take the game very seriously. Treat it like a Premier League opposition. Go and get the goal, then get the second and show them. Use it, move the ball and all of that. And if you move it quickly enough, the team, you know, these players are playing in League 2 for a reason. Move the ball quickly enough. Take your opportunities when they come along. If the worst thing you can do in these cup games is play to the level of the team you're playing. I think these are only League 2 team. We don't need to do this. We don't need to be as fast. We don't need to treat them as much respect. Just play to the best of your ability and let them fall short mm. rather than just trying to get away with the least effort you can and still win. Yeah, Just yeah. put no doubt into it. Just be a level above them. Go and put the game to bed even in the first half. Go out, play at a high tempo, high level, win your battles. Get it done. Get it done. Gary Ward says, Howdy. Hello, guys. Uh, Steve P says, I usually wouldn't be for this. Oh, sorry. But that corner link does kind of make sense if we could get him on loan with an option to buy, as he's very versatile, left foot, and can play on both wings, forward and left back. The left back part being the most important for me, as I still think it's a clear issue. His crossing ability is really good, which we're crying out for, especially with the Beto signing. The only worry is that he did spend a few months out injured. He was very good for Burnley, clearly a good player. Scored nine league goals in one season for them. Obviously, I want Bakayoko, as we clearly need a right winger, but don't know how realistic this is with the money we've been waiting for. Probably talking 30 million. I think they want 25 plus, don't they? Um, Bakayoko. You know see, what? see, Corny, my view on it, Jack, is Corny would be sound if there was a winger coming in as well. So if it's Corny and a winger, and then you go, well, we've now got Corny can play basically anywhere, but he can play left-back, and I think that would be great. Uh, would I be happy if he's the winger? I'm not going to say no, because I feel like with the with the financial constraints Everton have had, I think they've done quite well this summer. I've criticised the recruitment team because they've looked in the wrong areas as far as I'm concerned for too long. But if they, what they've done so far, given how tight it is financially for us, I think the signings they've made have all made sense. And I, I can't have a go at them for that. If we can add another couple, which I believe we're after another two, that'll make a big... I think that could make a big difference for them. Yeah, it's... Every box ticks pretty much, isn't it? And you could probably look at individual signings and go, oh, could we have got a better player there or, you know, a longer-term option in some situations? But if you get a decent player in every position you need and the majority of these players are first-team ready, are good enough to go into the first-team, it can't be a bad transfer window, can it? No, not at all, no. No. Uh, Wemi says, smash the like button. And he also says we should smash these. Top man. Um... Luke, I've seen Luke before saying, what do you, What are your thoughts on... Hang on, is it gone? What are your thoughts on Gomez, Gabamon and players of that ilk moving on? Gabamon, 
will either two things will happen with Gabamon for me. One or two things, always two things, John Blaine. Circa and a year. So um he'll go on loan, never to return again. Or Everton will terminate his contract by mutual consent, thus making him be able to do whatever he wants. So I don't see any he's not you know, there'll be nothing after Friday for him. He's not even come back, which means he's done. He has no Everton future. There's nothing. He? He's done. He's done. Be great if someone would take him on loan, whatever. But I I imagine the may well. There'll be a partner of the way he's somehow. Um Andre Gomez, I expect will be a deadline day exit from Everton to Saudi or France. A couple of Saudi clubs looking at him. I think he goes by Friday. Neil Mopai, I think, will move to France or Italy on Friday. Um, I'd expect Tom Cannon to leave the football club, possibly permanently, but I maybe alone by Friday as well. Um, I'm just thinking that anybody else in that squad who... The, there's Delhi, but it's Delhi won't go. Delhi won't be leaving. And then outside of that, there's Godfrey, maybe Keane. No. Neither of them will go. Neither of them will go. Everton could bring a centre back in by Friday, maybe. I still wouldn't expect either Keane or Godfrey to go. Uh, the Damari Gray as well, isn't it? Gray's a difficult one because obviously he's got his own thing going on. Yeah, anyway, he's he? trying to get that sorted. Hopefully, he can get it sorted. We don't want him. He doesn't want to be here. So it's better for everyone if he moves on. Alex Awobi. Don't I really don't know with Awobi. If Fulham pay Everton have said twenty million they want for him. There's not a chance Everton are getting twenty million pound for Alex Awobi with ten months left on a contract. Fifteen maybe. Um. Someone may well t- try that Friday, Crystal Palace or Fulham or someone like that. May well, t- I've seen him link with West Ham as well. I don't know whether Moyes would come, he's got queued or something. They don't really need another one, yeah. So we'll see. We'll Here's see. a question for you, and go on. People question in the comments away, yeah. can give the thoughts as well. Say a Wobi does come, hmm. and that does leave a little bit of a vacuum in terms of creativity and that sort of type of midfielder. Is there a future for Andre Gomez to maybe come into the Everton team and maybe play slightly more advanced and maybe be that player? No. 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 Short and simple. Short and no. simple. It's too slow. It's too slow, the injuries. I'm not advocating. No, no. And he doesn't, way. don't forget, Andre Gomez, I think he's still only ever scored one goal for Everton. And that was against Wolves when he was on loan. He never scored a goal. Good finish. It was a tremendous goal. And he forgot how to Tremendous do it. goal. When he was at Valencia, he picked the ball up and charged into the box and go by players and add goals. It's gone. It's gone. Um, there was a time and he was a lovely footballer, like worked in our midfield with Garner in the first spell. He was very press resistant as well, wasn't yeah. he? He was very delicate on the mm. ball and had quite an intelligent touch. Yeah, yeah. And even though, I don't think as ever, the numbers have ever been particularly great. No. But there was a point when he first joined where you could see, okay, like, he's not making, you know, like, brilliant, like, 40-yard mm. passes or making moves or anything, but he'd always seem to pick the right man when he would mm. have the ball. He'd just seem to do the right thing. When he was on loan, he was really good under Silva. Like I say, when he had Garner, I remember him at school and Declan Rice at West Ham. We beat them 2-0 and he took the piss out of him basically all day. Couldn't get near him. Anfield, when the Pickford game, 
he was brilliant. I remember coming in the Monday and then lad, the lads were like, my God, that Gomez is brilliant, isn't he, in midfield? Yeah, the real. I mean, he, he missed an absolute sitter diving header at the cough with no with the, on the line. He somehow didn't score, but um, but he was excellent. And then obviously Ghana left, Gabamon got injured, and then he obviously Sun done him, yeah. and that was the end of it. And it was him and Schneiderlin as well, weren't it? It's too slow and all that. But I think in a slower league, he proved for Lille last year. He, he done quite well for Lille. Uh, I think in a just slightly slower league, he's still a very good footballer. Just for the Premier League, it's just not what we need. He doesn't create anything either. I think he's had. I think he might have only had two assists, you know, in his Everton career. One goal and two assists. And we got one with a against Villa at home in COVID cross for Theo Walcott. I think scored the other at the street end, and that was off a one goal against Wolves in the and COVID. Maybe one against so Wolves. Put a yeah. good cross in, and that, it's that day. That's been it. So no, the answer to you, you think. Yeah, it's fair enough if it's I, the right answer. No, 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 I'm just thinking. Because there was some buzz in the fan base around Gomez at the at the start of pre-season. Oh, absolutely. There's a video that went round on Twitter, a little 30-second mm. highlight swing, and I think that got people a bit, you know, hyped up for mm-hmm. him. But at this stage, you know, if if no one does come in for him, do you give him any minutes in the Premier League at all? Mm. Or do you just cast him off? No, if he stays, then obviously... He become he's not a terrible footballer, he's still a good footballer and sometimes I remember the game um when Benitez was here, funnily enough, against Burnley. Um and Burnley scored, I think Ben Me put them one nil up and then we equalised straight away at Goodison. Um and he put Gomez on at one one, Benitez, and Gomez was brilliant to freed up the and we won the game three one. But he was brilliant for half an hour. Just he got on the ball, he was strong, and he just kept everything ticking over, and he allowed us to get hold of the ball. And we, you know, Townsend scored that worldy. Um, we beat them three one. Funnily enough, went top of the league. <laughs> oh, how the tables have turned! Um, and he was excellent. So little cameos, he can still do a decent job, but that isn't enough to keep him on a hundred or grand a week for a player that isn't. We, we spoke about this at lunch. A player. Who isn't gonna get in our team? We just can't. We just can't keep them, can we? So I, I expect he will move on. Um, let's see what happens, eh? Let's see what happens. Uh, you never shone so brightly, says Suleimane or Corne, and why? So pick you, pick one of them, and tell me why. Uh, Suleimane. Mm. His age and Corney's injury issues. Mm. I was to be honest. I was under the opinion Corney was very left side player, but I had a look before. He's actually played almost as many games on the right mm. as he has on the left. Right, it would surprise me. But yeah, I just think with his injury issues last season and the fact that I don't know for some reason, I just feel like I trust Suleiman more on the right. Okay, I think Corney for whenever I've seen him for Burnley and. Go on, carry on. Oh, sorry, I yeah. thought Ned was doing something yeah. weird and I had to look. No, no, I thought, yeah. he, was, I thought he was about to ask me something. Yeah. Uh, no, I'd, I'd prefer Suleimane. Yeah. Right age, not I injuries. Think, yeah, I, I want to both of them, to be honest. Did you want Courtney as a left-back, though? Yeah. Bring him in, put him at yeah. left-back. But I think, we've said before, haven't we? I'm certainly we were discussing it off air before. He played 26 Premier League games for Sean. Well, Sean Dykes brought him in and got nine goals for Burnley. In the team that got relegated. Mm, and also, well, he played all over the place. Left back, left wing, off the front man. Um, 
Probably had a game. Probably played on the right as well. It wouldn't surprise me. And he got nine goals. But he's gone to West Ham and scored a single goal. And I played 14, 14 games last season. And injuries, calf injury. He's never and got running, did he? No. So that's why I'd struggle with him. Suleiman, at 21 years of age, Lightning. Scored a couple against Liverpool at the end of the season. They were his first goals, to be fair. But good dribbler. Good 1v1 and that pace on the break will give us something extra as well. And like you said there, the ceiling is there to grow, isn't it? 21 years of age. Exactly the right kind of um, age bracket. And it's another one to the pile, isn't it? With your own Nanas and your Bramfleets. Mm-hmm. And your as well. Mm-hmm. Just young players are either going to be with you in a while or you can, you can sell them for nice yeah. money. So Scott Blunt says, I don't know much, but I know where the like button is. It's classic Scott. That's the only thing you need to know. Like, exactly. You can get through life just yeah. knowing that, and you'll do better than a lot of people. Exactly. The Blues just Delhi's only got five games left, hasn't he? Before we have to play for him, seven, isn't he? Yeah, I thought seven. seven. So play him in six. See what he's like. If he's rubbish, don't play him in the next one. Um, like I've said loads of times with Delhi, is that the, he will only ever get a chance if he's fully fit and if Dites looks and thinks actually he's alright it's the only way he's not Dites isn't a sentimental manager Sean no. Dites isn't a sentimental manager the other two Steve Stone and Ian Wone I don't think they are I think if you get in it's because you're fit enough to play look what we Delhi ain't getting in till he's Dites Dites fit is he let's double be honest dice double Dites fit so and the financial risk as well and he, he'll be being told yeah. that by the powers oh of God, yeah, yeah. look this lad could yeah. potentially cost us a lot so yeah. you know be certain yeah absolutely treat it like a, a sign and don't think do you want to make this sign and do you want to put money mm. down on this player mm. the blues is that Anfield game Gomez was incredible yeah absolutely he was brilliant he had a few good games that year was tremendous tremendous with Garner it's just it's just one of them isn't it it happened and it happened and we move on Um I remember we were all a bit worried when West Ham were trying to get him. You know, West Ham Tina on Tottenham Twitter was loving it and Spurs were linked. Uh, and I remember West, West, Ham West Ham Tina. Which is just absolutely an Everton fan. Yeah, he was just winding everyone up. But uh, it was tremendous. But, um, yeah, not much you can do there. Not much we can do. Let's just see what happens with, uh, with it all. Um, Georgie says, who's next then? Surely Neil Mopai and Gray are gone by Friday. I think the, so, I think yeah. Maupai will go. Gray's a difficult one because if he's if he's looking at Saudi, if the Al Shabab thing isn't happening now, then he's still got a week for another Saudi club to come in so his agent can get to it. He doesn't want to stay now. Of course he doesn't and Everton don't want him. He's not being included. And they're in buying him. players in his position. Exactly. So he's never ever gonna play. Um and if that's the case, we want him out the door with some money, don't we? So, we'll see. Uh, Jez says, the reality of a Wobie is that he uses up a space in this team that someone can hit the back of the net. He'll be using. Once McNeil and Harrison are available, I would see they take a position and people like Garner can act more creatively to feed in better balls to Beto. A Wobie is only looking good comparative to the rubbish stats others have. But he should be scoring more goals. As for our number 10, I'm not sure who that is, but they should be able to score goals. 
Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put it on a Wobie. Not his fault that other players aren't as good. But his goal scoring isn't great. But he does create a lot of chances. However, the big, the biggest thing for me is the fact that he's got ten months left on the deal, and he, he isn't signing a new contract. That's the biggest indicator for me. If he had three years left, I'd be saying, no, don't sell him this late. You know, let's look at it in January, whatever, whatever. The problem is. He's only got the other side left. of it is, if you say you could convince him to sign a new contract, is this another Michael Keane situation where we gave him a new contract after an inconsistent Everton career, but it was in a period where he was playing well, but he soon reverted back to his, his worst form, and then we ended up with a player that we couldn't get rid of? It's the problem, isn't it? You do it. You see it with so many clubs. You have a player do all right coming towards the end of the contract and you go yeah they've got to stay they've got to stay I think the top clubs and the ones who are very good at what they do sell them on the peak they look and go yeah this is this is an anomaly here or oh, he's peaking he's peaked here let's get them sold at this point whereas because of the way we've been and some of the the misses we've had because we haven't made the right decision in buying players. We tend to want to keep hold of these players because we think, oh, we can't get anything better. And a lot of times that's right because we don't. Simply our scouting or the way we do stuff or the data we used or whatever, whatever it may be, we've often made the wrong choice and therefore we, we lose a player. And instead of having another one where we've done all the data, we just think and go. He was all right in the Premier League, when he let's get him without looking. No, like mo- no way on earth did the data lead Everton to Neil Mopai. No, no chance on earth. But it was the old thing about oh, we need a striker. We need someone who knows the league, who knows the English game, and yeah. all these cliches and all these things that a lot of football clubs have moved away from, mm. and the teams that have moved away from them completely tend to have less studs. Yeah. No, I know. I just it's and there's something to be said for all that. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it needs to be backed up by data as well. And yeah, yeah, like you're saying, there needs to be something to actually quantify your beliefs of what this player is going to do in your team. Mm, absolutely, but Garassi was the big one for me last year. That should have been that should have been the one. The lad, even though again, don't ever condone it, but he, he went on, you know, refused to train for a few days because he thought he was coming here. He was just waiting for Everton to sign off on it. Um, Some players really want to sign for us, don't you? I think they, I, I'll be honest. Play. I think they really just want to play in the Premier League. I think oh, yeah. we're just a bat. Yeah. We can, yeah. Let's say they really want to play for us. They desperate for our club. We had Kudus going on strike. Kudus was yeah. fuming. Well, we had a couple last year. You know, Garassi was one. Kudus was he was devastated. Kudus he was had a proper cop on. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't realize how lucky he's got it. You know, he had to play Champions League with Ajax and scored a few goals. Yeah. And that. Divi could have been playing yeah. in relegation haunted games. He could have played in a, in the famous one one at Wolves to make history, and now he's just playing for West Ham with their European football. Diffy, fool in London. Uh, Mick says with Bill being the chairman, how can anyone criticise that? Easy, dead easy with the choices he made. Mick, really easy to actually to criticise the, the recruitment team. Being dead easy, almost like shooting fish in a barrel. They're all to blame, aren't they? They can be multiple people at fault. Mm. And well, they are. They're all. That's what I mean. They're all. The recruitment team. Bill Kenknight, Farad Mashiri, 
and the managers who've been in there as well. All of them. All of them. There's not a chance. I, I, it does make me smile when people think that the recruitment team bring all these like exciting young players for Everton to sign and Bill Kenwright sits there and goes, I'm not signing off on that. That is, Whoever thinks that, it's mad. It's absolutely mad because that is absolutely not what happens. They're all to blame. They're all to blame. They've all, like I've just said before, they've all, it's been a much better window this year. Thought out planning. Okay. I still fume and we didn't get Boniface and we could have got him. That still winds me up. You know, we could have had Acor Adams. Four and a half million still winds me up, but they've got there, they've got Beto. It's a deal that works for Everton. He's a good, looks like a good signing for us. Delighted with that. Chimiti, excellent, good young striker. Let's hope he can develop. The others have made sense. Dan Juma, Jack Harrison, good signing. Can we get the next couple over the line by Friday? Fingers crossed. Um, and that's the way it is, isn't it? <laughs> A few are fault, isn't there? The owner, the owner's mates, the recruitment team, and whoever's in charge of getting them shirts to Columbia. <laughs> exactly, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Bill says, rumours of Corne, but where would he play? Left back, right wing, striker, or is he just very adaptable? That could be a bonus, but I think uh, I would prefer the lad at Southampton, rapid pace and dedicated right winger. Yeah, listen, Corne does tick a few boxes, right? Absolutely does. Is there an issue, Jack, that when you get these players and you go, he can play there, he can play there, he can play there, and he can play there. It, does it take it away because we are just kind of throwing them in everywhere rather than going, well, Suleimane predominantly, he'll play down the right or whatever, rather than going, well, Suleimane can play up front, so he can play, oh, he can play right back or left. Do you know what I mean? Is it what yeah, you think? I, I mean, get what, what you think? mean. It, it depends on the player themselves and how actually good they are in those positions. Mm. Like someone might look at, the fact that James Garner has now played three games for Everton at right wing yeah, and yeah. two at right back as well yeah. and go, oh, this lad can actually play all down the right side as well. Mm. He can't. He's been played there, but he can't yeah, yeah, play, yeah. especially on the right wing. You can judge players individually and look at how good they are in those roles and go, okay, can you actually play there? Mm. Or as a manager for, right, you're the best I've got to play this position, but I need you to. You're my um, most um, circle peg even though you're still a square <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah, like yeah, it, yeah you can almost fit into this round hole like not quite but you're the closest to it so mm-hmm. i think in those situations you've got to look at the players individually there are players yeah. and i think corne is probably one of them not judging off the last year of course but looking through his career as a whole where you can go okay there are three positions you're good in and you play well in mm-hmm. there's other players gilfie sigurdsson through his career probably played a, a, a handy amount of games on the left wing yeah awful left winger mm. so it just comes to looking at the players individually I think there are a lot of players where if you looked through their game stats they've played in all these positions but Absolutely, have they actually yeah. played well there well he was just saying Suleiman is not a, a predominant right winger he's played 42 times on the left wing scored 14 goals he's played 16 times as a centre forward and scored 4 goals and he's played 10 times as a right winger scored two goals his assists have been four off the left wing five as a centre forward and four off the right wing so again he's another one who predominantly plays off the left um, but he can play on the right hand side as well so again it, Everton only seem to know 
left wingers, don't they? Yeah, it, it feels like there's a real lack of actual um, oh, no, right wingers. Right-wingers. Mm-hmm. I think it depends what they're specifically looking for. But okay, we need a we need a left footer. Are the majority of left footed wingers in football at the moment or like playing naturally on the left? Mm-hmm. But there's got to be some players out there that are natural fits on the right wing that fit the criteria of what Everton wants from a right winger. We don't seem to be able to find them, do we? Um, others, others seem exactly the same as well. Seem to struggle with with certain players in certain positions, don't they? Um, I mean, he's he is he is right footed, Sulemane. So make it that what you will playing off the left, cutting in. Do we want someone who goes on the outside, down the right? Or do we want someone like Jack Harrison who cuts in onto that left foot? But again, it's another it's another one, isn't it? Like we said before with Jack Harrison, you know, he predominantly well, sorry, he's played um more games off the left than he has off the right. I think he's but it's like forty games difference, but he still played ninety four, ninety five games on the right hand side. And if you do if you ratio the goals per position, they're very similar. So he scores as many off the right as he does off the left. Well, he's quite two-footed as well, yeah. isn't he? So, so he, he can play the same way. You're going to get that. Yeah, yeah. We looked at Sinistera before, didn't we? And yeah, he, he's yeah, left-footed. Yeah. Playing on the left wing, he had a lot more assists. Yeah. As he's left-footed, he's putting more crosses in, getting them assists. And yeah, that. yeah. On the right wing, I think his goals to games are slightly better. I'd suggest he's cutting inside more on mm-hmm. his left foot. Whereas Jack Harrison, two-footed, he can sort of cut inside on both sides, can't he? He's still yeah. a goal threat on both sides. So I just think I think anybody who comes into this side and who's quick, who comes into the squad. Suleimana would... I want Bakayoko, right? But I'm told that's the least likely out of the, the, the three or four wide men we're looking at, right? Fine. You know, disappointing, but fine, you know? Um, so therefore... If you look at what the other three bring, Nonto is a difficult one to do. Leeds don't clearly don't want to sell the lad. The lad wants to join Everton. Leeds clearly don't want to sell him. So that one is a difficult one as well. So then you're left with Sinistera and you're left with Suleimane and now Maxwell Corney has come into the equation as well. Sinistera is an easier job, is an easier deal to get done, I think, because there's a clause. So therefore, apparently, so they say there's a clause. I've seen uh, something saying the clause had expired the other day that I'm not too sure. Well, that may be, but true. I just, uh, from what I'm being told, that's the easier ah, deal right. to do. That's quite, quite straightforward. It's straightforward, right. Whether they've got an agreement with them, a loose agreement with them, that if the Premier League club comes in with X amount of money, they'll sell them. I don't know. I don't know. This is just what is going around. Um Corne's versatile. Okay, I und- I could see that. And um Sulamana, we've just we've just discussed, can play predominantly plays off the left, but can play off the right. Um but the one thing if you're doing if you're looking across those players, Sulamana's got something better than the other three in that he's lightning. Now Nonto's not slow, but like we've just discussed, he's difficult to get over the line. Sinistera, I like them a fire nord. I like him at Leeds. I think he's decent. But Suleimana is lightning. And therefore, if you're looking 
and saying, well, we want to bring someone else into this environment now that gives us like an X factor that the others don't have. It would be Suleimana, wouldn't it, in terms of that pace? And maybe that's why Everton are attracted to him and going, can we get him? Now, Southampton, 30 million is being bandied around. That, to me, is eye-watering for us. If he'd have got, like, nine goals for Southampton in half a year, he come in January, didn't he? Yeah. So if he'd have got, like, five goals, six goals, you'd go, well, he could easy. Now, he could, he, he, but he only scored on the last day. That was the first goals were against Liverpool in the 4-4. Got two goals that day, but he has got that pace. But is he worth thirty million? It's a you big can't outlay. just put thirty million on just pace, can you? No. You need some shot. Just looking at it, sinister yeah. there, the, the, the conflicting stuff on if he's no, got clothes or not. Yeah. People seem unsure. They've seen in Leeds Journal has said uh, he has no release clause, and Leeds would want forty million for him <laughs> if he was to go. Um, but yeah, it it seems. Um, People don't seem to know it's conflict. Yeah, of course, and, and leads are, leads obviously for them. They they want to try and get back up into the Premier League. So if he's not on, if they feel like they can carry his wages, this was the thing with Nonso. Nonso apparently is only on like five six grand a week, allegedly. So Leeds can carry that in the Championship, not an issue for them. That's why it was it's easy for them to play hardball. Where if he'd have been on fifty grand a week, they'd have probably gone. If we'll we, still save if we money, don't yeah. get up, then we're into, we may as well sell him. He wants to go, bloody rubber. It's easy because it's it's a standard championship wage, isn't it? Yeah, it's so, sinister. It's probably on a little bit more. Now, yeah, I imagine he's on twenty. But if they if they feel like they can carry that, then it's fine, isn't it? So, Leeds have offloaded a lot of wage budget mm-hmm. as well. They've had a lot of players go out yeah, on loan. Like Tyler Adams has left and yeah, people like yeah, that. Aronson players like that. So. Well, Jack Harrison was one who was on bigger wages, so they had to they they couldn't keep him, and he had a he had a thing as well, didn't he? So we will see. Um, we'll see what happens with him. Yeah, they've done that, done that. Uh, yes, says also the window. This window does have the feeling of a plan coming together. I imagine Thelwell is finally being allowed to pull the strings, and Machiri has told Joraban to do one. But well, it's looking decent, so fingers crossed. They've done well, so I keep saying it. They've done well. They've done well. Let's hope they can get the other two over the line that they're after. And that'll be, I think, everyone would have to say, tell you what, considering our finances are tight, we've, we've had a good window here. Um, let's see. It's going well so far, absolutely. Pity. Pity this wasn't three weeks ago, though, and we had these players in before the season kicked off, but we are where we are. Bill says we need a right winger and midfielder and a centre back. I can't see us getting three, mate. Two, maybe. Um, if a Wobi goes, maybe that frees up a few more funds to maybe look at. We've still got two loan slots as well, mm. don't forget. Well, we've been linked with Alzate at Brighton, who Everton like. Um, nice footballer. But I, I'd say that was dependent on G'day and a Wobi leaving back before Friday. Will that happen? Not convinced, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Dave O'Leary. Is it that David O'Leary? The Leeds? The Leeds manager? You're too young. Um, says, wish me luck. I'm infiltrating the home fans tonight as Donny's very local to me, but I'll be supporting the Blues. Just be careful, Dave. Yeah, stay safe. Just be careful. Be careful. Um, Benjamin James says, Jack, I love that Ajax shirt. 
gonna buy one. Uh, Bob always gives love. Hopefully, we will tonight. Ah, the um, the black eye action. Oh, the uh, Bob Marley one. Yeah, wore that a few weeks ago. Did you? Oh, uh, yeah, that, it. it's a classic yeah. top. That there you it's go. not a classic because it came out a couple of years ago, but it's a lovely top. Get yourself one. Um, Richard says, getting ready to go to game tonight. The first one since COVID. Wow. I missed the boat for an away ticket, so I'm going with a Donny supporting mate of mine. Wish me luck. I should say, don't say this before. Well, I'm not even reading them out. I'm not even reading them out because he cursed he's, a, he's a curse. Have a good time and hopefully you break the curse tonight. Paul Robinson of Neighbours, don't I give you're too young again. Feel good. Says, yeah, put a strong side out tonight, get a good lead, take the first team players off and then calmly see the game out. Business like. That would be nice, wouldn't it, to yeah. do to do a business like business like a, a John Blaine like performance. That's almost. it, yes, absolutely. I plan the dive, dive the plan. Yeah, change the people or change the people. Well, that's it, isn't it? Get you know, just, get... just throw loads of cliches and sayings at them and stuff, and just, what they just say. confuse them and then <laughs> just run past them. That's it, and then get Tyler on younger one for like the last twenty, for the, the last two minutes. Yeah, well, it will. Um. Chris Davies says, all right, lads, what do you think of our cover for Jordan Pickford? I think it's pretty weak. I think Virginia's um, suitable. Y- you can get a better second choice, but when you know you are potentially cash-strapped and you're looking to save wages, what was Begovic on? 30 grand a week more? The 40, 50? It's, it's a lot of money to put on a player who's not going to play. Virginia, is he Premier League quality goalkeeper? Probably not, but mm. he's probably a serviceable championship standard. Mm. If you're the bottom half team, you can probably spend the money better elsewhere. You know, if you're in a lot of competitions and you, you know you're in Champions League, you're in you're in both cups. Yeah. it's good to have solid cover. Mm. But when you're probably not expecting to go that far in the cups, we'd all love to. But mm. you know, you've got to look at our ability. And we're not in Europe as well. You can save the money, can't you? And it's difficult, isn't it? It is difficult having. It's difficult having goalies like that. You look at and go, "There's no real drop off." We've got England's number one, so we'd have to have a, a decent, a good goalie to have no drop off. So there's always going to be a bit of a drop off. Begovic was was a decent number two. Um, some games he, he didn't. I mean, Arsenal away last. With Lampard, when we got beat five one, I think every goal went through him. Like he was, he, he did turn a little bit into a hologram at times. Um, probably just with not playing games, it's it's a difficult thing. But he also had some good performances. I can think of Newcastle at home. He was very calm. Last year it was West Ham at home. We beat them one nil. Another clean sheet. Very calm, commanding performance. But it's difficult to find those goalies. He he left because he wanted to play, and he's he's QPR's number one, isn't he now? So that's why. Lonergan's obviously there just as a coach. So Tiago Virginia's played. He's played in Everton's first team before. He played against Man City in the FA Cup. Played come on against Burnley, I think it was. Pickford got injured a few years ago when McNeil scored that goal. Um, he played a couple of games there. Is that a couple of loans? As loans well, as well. Is that Cambor and things? Is he Sporting Lisbon? He played a few games. Is he amazing? No, but he done all right pre-season. And what what could we do? We we'd have to go and get <laughs> again. You're just scraping around looking for a, a goalie who's thirty five, thirty six. You just want to sit on the bench and. 
again, like you just said, Jack, for budget-wise, it's not great, is it? For, you know, if you can get one that's 35 and he'll come for 20 grand a week, but it's still 20 grand a week. You know, they pay him, we've just been talking about Wilfred Nonto played in Leeds Fair team. He's on five or six grand a week, I'm saying 20, 25 grand a week for a goalkeeper who doesn't play. And, you know, what the Premier League stand goalkeeper is going to come to a team that had barely Premier League standards and not play. But I think you've been a bit harsh, barely Premier League standard. We're, we're, but, you know, we've just quite, about stayed up well, last two seasons. Well, season, Jack, we're, we're quite clearly Premier League standard. No. You've only ever played in the Premier League. I mean, on our current, like, ability in this team. It's the, it's, I think it's just difficult, isn't it, to get yeah. a goalkeeper without buying an up-and-coming one and going... Your your basically deflation pick for the yeah, year. Yeah, you'll be number one in a couple yeah. of years. It's different Without if you're difference. Man United. Yeah, and you know you. But well, look at them, um, and we did try to get Tom Heaton, <laughs> but would have been the least surprising signing of the summer. But we tried to get Tom Heaton, and they wouldn't let him go. Henderson, we couldn't have got someone like Dean Henderson. Palace just bought him for twenty million. You know, David De Gea is kicking his feet somewhere, though, wasn't he? Yeah, I think David De Gea is another one. He'd probably like a, a <clears throat> decent wedge of money if you look at what he was Yeah, I can't see him coming and being subbed for Everton yeah, for 25 it, grand a week when he yeah. was on 350 grand a week. He'll go United. somewhere nice with warm weather. I a, imagine. A, a nice club and uh, some nice money. Yeah, I think so. Um, Evan Viking says, I like Chimiti's movements. With his size and his pace, we could have something there because... If a player's movement at 19 is there, there's a very good sign of football intelligence. Not going overboard, though, as a kid. But I always like to look at that, as you'll know. Movement is key. Yeah, well, it absolutely is yeah, key. I, I was, I've seen, again, you can't go overboard. He, it wasn't like he come on and went round four men and scored two. Got, but I've seen enough on Saturday. He just looked like, he, he didn't look like a kid coming into a game. If that makes sense. Yeah. He looked like he was experienced coming he on the pitch. He's only 19. Game. So it's up to him. Listen, yeah. he's got to develop. He's got to learn. But I did like he knocked a couple of them about. He got booked for shoving thingy on the floor, shoulder bars him into the advertising board at the end, didn't he? And so he's got that little bit about him. Now can he can he be calm enough? Can he work hard enough and press? If he does, he's got a chance. The kid, he's got all the he's got the physical attributes. Yeah, no, I think. I think he might honestly be a future Ballon d'Or winner. Oh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. If we haven't won in, the Premier League with him yeah. in three years, there's no, something wrong. I'm joking, but you are right. It's good to see. Obviously, you don't want to overrate them, but it's something that a player can do that's good and something they're going to be able to develop in. And they've already got something mm. other than, you know, he's a big lad. And it'd be easy for him to just be, oh, I'm a big lad, so I'm always going to be a big striker. So I can win ends. It's good to see something about his game mm. that shows a bit of intellect. Yeah, European strikers as well are never going to be just like, just whack it up to me and I'll flick it on. It's not really what they do, is it? He's, he's a runner with them. We've seen it. You know, his countrymen, fellow countrymen, Beto's not a, just bang it up and I'll flick headers on. He t- turns and picks the ball and runs with it. Great that they've got that option. But, you know, and I think that's, and to be honest, I think that's really good as well, that he's getting an older version of him coming into the club who's, again, the similar framework both Portuguese. Go on, Ned. It looks like you want to speak. Um, Sky Caver. Oh, yeah. Norwich have bid seven million for... Tom Cannon. Correct. Mm. Would you take... I'd, seven. I'd, I'd snap your hand off for that. No, not... I think, seven's, I think seven's too little. Really? I'll be honest. 
we could loan him I'd, to Norwich. I'd, I'd take a risk and say that's probably the best you're going to get for him. I don't think I don't know. I think Birmingham and Middlesbrough and Sunderland are all after him. This summer, you think you get more than seven million? I don't. We, I mean, we spoke at lunchtime. Yeah. We? we spoke at lunchtime about the about the possibility of Everton loaning him because, like Jack said, his value is gonna go north. He's, I think he'll score if he goes on loan. I think Tom Cannon gets easily fifteen goals in the Championship this season, if well, not more. What was his goals to game on the half season? It was like I about one got, in three. I think he got Better. seven, you know. How much did we get 18. for Sims? We got eight million. No, oh, sorry, we got six and a half rising, didn't we, and for Sims? how many Sims? did he have eight. On his, left on his contract? A couple of years. A year, I think, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, but I just think with Cannon, if he goes and gets between 15 and 20 goals in the championship, we see those type of strikers go for 15 million or more. You know, mm. Giochares. Yeah, Solanke and Brewster. Yeah, and... Yeah, if he has a year where he doesn't do that well, you're still gonna get a couple of million for him. He's only just he was only twenty in December. He got Preston and me. He got eight in twenty one for Preston and they weren't starts. He was sub about five or six games. Yeah, so that's so that's he's got better than, better one, than in three. one in three. Much better. For a lad, and he had one assist for a lad that is a a lad that is developing his game. Just turned twenty went there. I think he can get easily easily get fifteen goals in the championship, if not more. Double his game time. Double the game. Double well, just goals, if you just worked on them numbers, yeah, then he'd play 16. he'll end up with forty two games and he'll have sixteen goals. I think he'll do better than that. Playing yeah. every week fit. And therefore is if he gets fifteen to sixteen goals at twenty one, that automatically becomes sixteen million at least. 15 million, doesn't it? Yeah, and the thing is, even if, say, he goes away on loan and has a bad year, I think you'd still get 2 million for him. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm thinking, you know, lowest number, say say it is 2 million, that's the worst. If we try to buy a striker out of the championship, regardless of what he does, if it's a championship club buying them, five million. I think, yeah, it's all right. Then you even say it's five million. I was, I was trying to go for no, a no. lower than. Well, Villa, Villa have just sold Cameron Archie, right? I'm not saying Cannon's better than him. I'm just saying Villa have just sold Cameron Archie to Sheffield United for eighteen million. The lad's not played. For, he come on against us. That's it. He's done not. He never scored a Premier League goal. And all of what that. What were his goals million. like in the championship when he was on loan? He done all right at Borough, but I can have a look now. He done okay at Borough, but he. he I don't think he was amazing. Um, I just think Tom Cannon is. I think his his numbers will go. His his price will go. I, north, I think it like definitely will. I'm just saying, even if he did do bad and even if he did end up getting four million for him, that three million drop off from what we're being quoted now is worth the risk of doubling our money. I really do. What would it take um, to sell him? No, for you to sell Dobbin. Because um, he's the one who's obviously getting more, more of a go. I know yeah. he's yeah, a winger. But it's about his it's position, position now, isn't it? Yeah. If McNeil and Harrison were fit, he wouldn't be playing. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that. Cameron Archie got. He, he's players. had. Yeah, Cameron Archie's been on loan at Preston and got seven in twenty, and then went on loan at Borough last year and got eleven in twenty. So he's one in two in the championship, and they've just he's just gone for eighteen million. So if you can get Tom Cannon in the region of twenty goals, I so think he's at least fifteen. I'd, I'd I'd be one and twenty to be honest. 
So it's up to it's up. It, I, I get what you're saying that it's seven million right now, and that gives Everton some some room for a down payment on someone as well. And if say we are we are trying to get one. back a Yoko done, and he he wants to move, he'll come. And that ball, we we're five million off. We don't have that five no, million. Listen, Maybe that you don't you do do it, but absolutely. Lewis Dobbin, like I, I, again. What what would we get? Five, four, five million for Dobbin. Yeah. No one's really banging the door down for Lewis Dobbin, are they? Lewis Dobbin's next. He's, don't get me wrong. I, I think he probably plays tonight, and I think he'll probably do. Well, he should do. Really, if he plays for Everton tonight, he should destroy these tonight. But he he's, should he's just done League One. He's done he League done One right and done all right, but I believe he was like that in League. It makes a derby season ticket older. So some weeks looked tremendous. Other weeks was woeful. So he's got to find a level of consistency. He's looked bright for Everton pre-season. Hasn't scored a goal. Hasn't looked. He hasn't got assists in the way you'd want him to. But he's so he's got to do well, he? but he's looked sharp. He's done all right, Sathy. I think his ability is good, but his decision-making, like, he's trying to second on a player who's just well too. He's a young lad, isn't he? He's going to learn all Yeah, that. what he should have... What he done wrong on Saturday... maturity, decision-making... What he done wrong on Saturday was he took an extra touch. And mm. in the Premier League, you've got to be sharp. So he'd, he'd often face the lad up and he'd drop the shoulder and that's when it should come across and then he'd wait, take another touch and then they just block him. You've got to be able to pop it off and move. He's nice and bright. We've seen him, we've seen him that, see, in the, the Premier League when he was like, 17. The Dobbin. small difference is we play, we play like that with players like Iwobi and that's why Iwobi can play midfield because his first touch will be taking him either inside or on the outside. Mm. outside. Dobbin wants that extra touch. It's just got it. Him. But that again though, that the caveat to that is it comes with experience. Yeah. It comes with take a touch, play it in. All Dobbin should be doing is like any wide player is do your bit. Say when coaching kids, do your bit. Commit the lad and get it across. He's done your bit. If the people in the middle aren't getting on the end of your delivery, it's nothing to do with you. You're doing your bit. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's that quick. And the, those players who simplify it to that level, get half a yard and it's across, they're the ones who end up with the 10 assists. And they're the ones people are going, oh, he's a good player, isn't he? Or we've got to stop him or whatever. Then defenders then start getting worried when you pick the ball up. But if you're someone who faces the defender up, and thinks you can just knock it past them all the time and they're going to get round you. Defenders will just go, go on then. And then they'll just take a step to the right and block you off. Experienced defenders will just cut your... You watch them. Inexperienced defenders run in a straight line. Right? Experienced defenders run at an angle. So you're going... And they just run into where you're going. Just watch it so many times. They do it. Young lads often when defender run in straight lines. And that's what he's doing. He's running in straight lines where good... Top players will manoeuvre the ball as well. You watch Messi, again, I'm talking about the greatest ever. But wait, I say to Zach loads of times, not because he can be like Messi, but I'm saying, watch the way Messi manipulates the ball. He just angles the ball all the time. So it's difficult. You don't know how to tackle him because he doesn't move in a straight line. He's got the ball. Messi, he's walking. He'll walk with it after time. He, he always keeps his body away. He keeps from the his ball. body open up constantly, keeps so he can either pass it or cut or and cut he just across the other the way. Ball. And when you're dribbling and you can shift the ball that way and that way, defenders end up try you slalom because defenders end up throwing and you're away. So that's what was frustrating with McNeil for ages. But the good thing about McNeil is people will just show him on to You've gone to McNeil because people, Ped, calls him McMessy now because I was talking about Messi and you've gone oh, to McNeil. Oh, Mc, McMessy. Well, I was going to say, when he was McNeil, it was frustrating, but then he became McMessy. <laughs> he was Batman. just doing the same thing, straight down straight <laughs> down the line. 
No, he's not and being people bit were just, by a regular football. People would have shown onto his messy. left foot, and he'd just be knocking it into um, mm. defenders constantly. But then eventually, he starts throwing so many crosses in that eventually people start getting on the end of them, and he ends up with a few assists. Yeah. And it might take thirty crosses to get a few assists, but it's better than having ten crosses. If in you're putting, assists. if you're putting balls into dangerous areas, people are scoring goals because people can start gambling. Liverpool, I've said this before about uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Andy Robertson. A watch day. Um, no, those ped always gives me stick for it, but sometimes at Christmas when you're off and they have the university lectures on. We've never seen them. They're on for like half an hour and the lectures from the university, but they're on things that are like, this is how and he'll show like experiments. It's only on for half an hour. Right? I didn't go to my own university lecture. No, so I know about the, the, the ones where they got fullbacks who just put a ball into an area. So basically, on so one of these, so they so had Liverpool's one of Liverpool's technical um, staff on, yeah. right, talking about XG, right, and talking about areas. And basically, he said they worked out through maths. It was a maths one of the maths lectures for half an hour. But they had the part of it was on football, and he said we've worked out with maths that if Trent Alexander Arnold and Andy Robertson put it in this zone, we score eighty odd percent of the time. So they've been trained and encouraged to not to look up, aim for to just area. aim for that zone, and we make sure we get people in the middle of. The, and they had all of the experiment. They were showing, sorry, they were showing all the things where it goes, the ball, goal, 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 and he was like. The fellas like, oh, and, and you use maths, yeah. Well, that's just the way it. And a lot of teams are doing it. Bloody, bloody, well. It's dead simple. It's the, it's been getting said since football began. It, it mightn't have been with maths. That's just a great way to go. Look, these are the statistics. Put the ball into that zone. If I'm a centre forward, and you're wide, and I know you're someone who just crosses it, in, I'm just making the run. I don't have to stop and go. What's Jack doing now? Is he is he turning back and is he? You know, you just get down and throw it across. I'm there. Goal, goal, goal. Get and it in the mixer, as they used to say. Well, in the don't, mixer, don't cheat, but, but put it in the old corridor of uncertainty. Yeah. But if you put it in a certain area, so you go, when Jack get If you watch Liverpool when Trent Alexander-Arnold gets it, their players just get into that zone. It crumbs in, and you're, people go, what a ball. He's just hitting the target. But they'd, even then, they're just like, you could whip a ball with pace. That was nowhere near your forward. Hmm? But if that ball, if you're, as a defender... If someone floats a ball in and you can properly read it and get out mm. to it, get your head on it. If someone whips it in low and fast, that bo- that can come to you. Mm. Fo- defenders aren't the greatest footballers, so the no. first touch ball controller might bounce off him. And who's normally the quickest to react to those loose balls? Not strikers. I mean, this is why we nearly scored at the weekend, isn't it? James well, Garner put a, a good ball in. A lot of Dominic goals were just him reacting to the... Well, yeah, well, there the you go. Hammers, Rodriguez, throw it across, get it across. Luca Dean putting it into zone. They'd whip it, wouldn't they? And they that's it. And, it. and that's... So if Lewis Dobbin, which is the original point, back to Dobbin, if he just works on that, get wide, put it into them zones quickly, Everton will score from it and he'll go up another level. So yeah. I wouldn't be looking to I wouldn't be looking to sell him either at the moment. No, because he's another player who can still develop his game and become Kid, more isn't valuable, yeah, isn't yeah. he? So yeah. he can still hit new heights. He's only played in League One properly. That's mm. the only league he's had consistent game time in. So you know he's got the ability to go higher. So you know let's progress him. Let's let yeah. him develop as a player, and then there's more money to be made. Mm. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's people often some sometimes I think people do. Over complicate what is basic stuff really, but yeah, seven million. I think is. I think it's. It should be more. I think we've got Steve Kelly. If you want to. Oh, okay. 
good. We've actually got a call. Let me just find out where I've put this mic. Because it's... I can't find it. There it is. It's gone missing. Okay. Let's go. Steve, are you there? Hello, boys. How are we? All right, right Steve. Steve. All good, mate. How are you? Just chilling, mate. Just chilling. Let's not put anyone through. So, just chilling. You're excited for Rob Holden. You've said that for a while. You, that's the one you want Everton to. Uh, I know. Just turn him up a little bit, Ned. He's a little bit quiet. Uh, I know that that's the one you want, Steve, more than anyone. Rob Holden. Yeah, definitely, definitely, but. Um, the, the, the reason I've called is two points. Do you think there's a way that Sean Dyche may play Dominic Carvalhoen and Beto in the same starting lineup? Ooh, the old Bruce brothers. Um, the old 4-4. Four, 4-4, four, four. Four, four. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it is definitely, it's definitely an option, isn't it? Because... It's something Dyke has done before at Burnley. He's had, he's had two up front. Um, you, there's many ways to play that. You can go three at the back and have your two strikers in the old 3-5-2 or the 3-4-1-2. You can play. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? I why think not? It, what we've just been talking about as well in terms of aiming crosses into a specific area of the box as mm. well. If you can set the team up to just work heavily on aiming balls into that area of the box, having two big men, two players who are both good in the mm. air, you know, Calvert Lewin, who's a bit more of a poacher, and Beta, who's absolutely massive, you could have some success in that. You know, maybe it's not we don't start every game with the two of them up top, mm. having the option to go both of them, you know, flood the wings, attack the wide areas, and get. Early crosses in, yeah. There's worse ways to you know improve your chances of scoring a goal, isn't there? Just mm -hmm. you know, back to basics, not route one as such, but just you know, fly down the wing, quick ball into the box. You've well, got two players to aim for. Because what I've seen with Pesso, he likes like getting the ball and like he's very direct, isn't he? Yeah. So, not one of those like he's not just going to be one of these strikers. He just won't put in the box. So he seems like he's got a bit of bar. He can put himself about a lot more than probably Dom is, where Dom is probably more probably a penalty box striker now, I'd say. Yeah, definitely. I mean if you if you look on it the if you've ever watched Beto, um he is a runner with the ball. He, likes he does to like to ball, pick it and he? carry it and his, his long strides give him that turn of pace, which is good and he loves that receive it and then go again, stop and go again and it, it it's you know, defenders it catches them out because he's big and strong. So yeah, he, I think there's definitely there might definitely be uh, times when he plays four four two. Don't forget, Carlo played four four two quite a bit yeah. with Charleston yeah, and Dom. Charleston and Dom. So it's as long as you get the midfield two right, um, and there's vet, there's lots of ways to do it as well. Actually, the four four two. If, you, if your left back isn't overly committing, then your right back can push right up. So it isn't. It doesn't always make it a four four two. If that makes sense, a lot of times it'll revert to three, which is what Carlo liked to do. If he played four four two, it was Coleman or Dean, but whoever went up, the other one dropped in and tucked in as a third centre back, so you were never caught out. So there is and ways. You've got to do the it. option of having a striker drift wide as well. Yeah, absolutely. And Beto. I was just going to say, and but Jack Jack said Beto. 
uh, often drifts over on onto the left. There's something about the left hand side they all love, but he he often drifts over and picks the ball up off the left as well. So why not, mate? Why not? No, exactly. I'm not used to there about the third centre back. That's probably where maybe Michelangelo would come back in the team mm. to play that left sided. I suppose as the third centre back, like Coleman did when he went to right sided centre back. And especially, especially Steve, if you've got someone like Dwight McNeil or say it's Jack Harrison on that left as well, because they are going to give you as well as the left foot, they're going to give you that width as well. Um, and they're also hard working, so they they tuck back in for you and work as well. So. It, what it does, it opens up the options for the manager, doesn't it? If you've got two strikers who, uh, who are bruisers in that way, that they're both big, that the defenders they're up against know they're in for a tough afternoon. As long as you plug in the gaps with hard-working players, then it can happen. It, it, listen, it's, not a, it's probably not something you're going to use every single week. But for some games, why not? I think someone Definitely. is like Arsenal next, next week, isn't it? Arsenal awesome. next after, after the break, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would, that would be the type of game. Where I think the four-four-two against Arsenal might not be the worst thing, but you'd have to probably, like you said, play be the structure of the midfield. You'd have to get right. You'd probably have to play two holders, like probably like a Garner and Onana, maybe. Yeah. Um, or where you'd record, they would probably maybe come off the bench to the player. But yeah, um, no, thank you. Right, yeah, and and get up and at them. It's also something you yeah. can do against a team that play quite deep as well. And they, you know, mm. try and play out from the back and their position quite deep is then you can force them to go longer and probably give the ball away as well. If you can press their back line more with two strikers, mm. make it difficult for both their centre-backs to pick up the ball, you can force them to go longer than they'd like to. Absolutely. And you can also, if you really, if you really wanted to, you can also make your midfield a little bit lopsided. And what I mean by that is, I mean, he's done it already, hasn't he? He's done it without having a striker because James Garner's played on the right who, who isn't really on the right, but... We saw Carlo do this with Hammers, where Decore was filling in on the right-hand side as well. And again, you can do that. You can have three. What with that, you can have one with natural width if that's McNeil Harrison, Dan Juma, and the other, or the others could be three central, but one looks after the right-hand side. So you are a little bit lopsided, but you've got two men to hit, and then that enables Patterson to come on the right-hand side. So you're never caught out structurally. There's lots of again. We're just. The, Listen, there's lots of different ways that we can do it. Um, we're not a good enough team right now to go, well, we play this way and it always works because nothing's working at the moment. So any any yeah. suggestion is open, isn't it? Did you notice that on Saturday about where Corey was at times on the right side of the yeah. field? Yeah, Gar- I'm saying that Garner was playing inside yeah. and the Corey was on the right. It was weird. It was dead it was weird. Like, it was like when the... Pr- it was like when we were doing the press room when they had like goal kicks and, and um, I don't know, it seemed like the corner was starting up in the right and Garner was in the middle. Yeah. Times. Yeah, it, no, it was. Maybe, maybe that was the perception for, Jay, for Nathan Patterson. Yeah. Patterson, but I don't know. Just, I, I think they were worried about Nori, weren't they? Yeah. Sorry, they were worried on that side, not Nori, because Wang was over on that side. Yeah. The Corey was coming to try and win the first header because Garner doesn't win the headers and he was tucked right inside particularly in the first half I don't know whether they tweaked it yeah yeah, Garner went back out to the right I actually thought it worked first half I thought yeah it was the right thing to do and then second half it completely bombed it absolutely yeah just just one more one just before you go just about you mentioned there about Lewis Stobbin 
Um, this is more if you bring another player in, but do you think maybe he might get like a late? Dobbin, uh, if Everton break. Sorry, Steve, we just threw the frog on because you're on the bayou, a bit like Dex. Um, uh, yeah, possibly. I think if we bring another winger in, would you see Dobbin go out on loan or do you think the manager will keep him around the squad? Yeah, I think if we bring another winger in, you've got what? You've got Harrison ahead of him, McNeil ahead of him, another winger as well, Dan Juma. At that point, you've got four wingers ahead of him. He needs his game time he's not Premier League ready yet. Which you wouldn't expect since he's only played in League One. I think Dice obviously likes Dobbin and he's mm. one he'll definitely keep an eye on if he does go out on loan. But yeah, I don't think it'd be beneficial to him to play 20 minutes every five games no. for us, Dobbin. I think there's a good player in Dobbin and he can be a good player for us or elsewhere we can sell him on. Mm. But to do that, he needs game experience. Everything we've just been saying then about his dribbling. But he needs to learn more to his game, more ways to take a player on. He'll only do that through match experience at a decent level. Yeah, spot on, spot on. Yeah, I feel like like a championship, maybe like a lower end championship. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. absolutely, mate. Again, and and this, I think Everton will want this sorted. So, I'm sure, James Vaughan is having these conversations with, uh, and it's up to him. I, I imagine he'll play tonight at Doncaster. He puts a strong performance in tonight, then that might make a couple of championship clubs sit up and go, you know what, he's something we could do with. Um, but that again, that depends on whether Everton get another winger over the line. But I'm sure they will. Or I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna try hard to get another one in, um, and then we take it from there. Yeah. Have we lost? Yeah, is he gone? He riveted. Yeah, okay. Uh, nice Steve was on the bayou there, taking up Dexy's Dexy's spot on the bayou. Um let's have a look at this. Uh Baz in the Bath. What a name. Uh the link is there, mate. Just see the, the link just underneath the title. Just click on that link and Ned will sort it. I'll put your name in the uh, the comments. Uh in the, the room you get the waiting room. Uh, Tim says, as you said earlier, Baz, I could also see Dwight McNeil playing centrally in an attack and midfield role. Can pick a pass and take shots from long range. Hmm? Uh, Steve P says, Baz wouldn't be against Suleimana because he does have genuine pace, but I simply don't believe there's a way we can be paying 30 million for him. Better players for less uh, around the same age. If that's what Leeds were wanting for Nonto, then it wouldn't even be a debate between those two because Nonto has a much higher ceiling and sell on value and would be on half the wages. Although it'd obviously be more difficult. Uh, Sinistera is right-footed. Yeah, we said that, haven't we? Um, I don't think we'd um, pay 30 million for Suleimana no. if we were to buy him. I think, you know, he was probably given that release clause with the hope of we'll stay in the Premier League and this will put someone mm. off buying him. Whereas, um, you know, now the Championship Club, and they've made good sales anyway, so you probably don't need the money. Mm. But, you know, it's probably room to work with there, especially if the players, he's not been playing for them, Suleimana. So maybe they'd, they'd accept 20. Maybe, you know, yeah. Beto had a 30 million release mm. clause. How much did he go for? Suleimana was a they probably want at least the money back, wouldn't they? Yeah, no. That's what you've got to look at. Uh, Collins says, I'd love Suleimana be a great replacement for Gray. We really need more direct players uh, to many to play side, rather, too many play cybers, rather. That might be under instruction. Directness is what we need. Nonso is direct, but don't think Leeds will let him go. 
what do you think when everyone's fit? What do you think the formation and players will be? It's a tough one to say, Col, because we haven't had them all fit yet. So we don't know what Dykes would do. He's never really had. The one thing I will say in his defence is he's never really had everyone available where he's been able to make a choice. A lot of what he's had to do has been out of necessity, hasn't he? Um, when all the wingers are fit, and his forwards are fit, it's an interesting one, isn't it? To see what he does, whether he plays 4-3-3 or 4-4-1-1. Yeah, uh, just before we get on to that, yeah. 25 million, Suleiman, yeah, Southampton, so they're going to want at least 25 million, yeah. are they? So maybe, maybe they will stick to the guns. And we, well, price. we were happy to, to pay 25 million for him in January, apparently. So. Yeah, uh, has he done enough to want an increase though and probably you know bigger wages than we mm. might uh, offer them? Yeah. I don't know. We'll see, won't we? Bainey says, Afternoon, guys. Not been able to comment for a while, but content wise, there's no way I'm giving up my Premier accounts. As for Everton, have they even announced Holgate leaving? Um, yeah, they have, yeah. Yeah. Um, the only article I saw was Southampton. If I'm wrong, then okay, but communication is still a big issue. Transfer window has improved. Very happy with Beto. Um, as for Delafeu, fair play to the guy. Still think now a fully fit squad will give a gain to most teams. Our two home games have been so frustrating considering the powers that be have known this for two years. Would have loved to have been in the room and someone said, I've got the answer, Maupai. No disrespect to the lad, but who and with what information was he signed? Uh, to let two centre-halves leave, we were important to us, is nothing short of uh, incompetence. Yeah, they did announce uh, Holgate on Yeah, Twitter. no, they yeah. did. They just said he's he's left to join Southampton on loan. Um uh, where are we? The Everton Vikings says gonna go against the grain, but I actually think when all of our wide players are fit, McNeil becomes a squad player. A fully fit Dan Jumer and Harrison are both actually better players all round. I know everyone's made up with them from last season. But he's still actually quite limited due to him only being able to use his left foot. I think the 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 issue with that would be his goals. He weighed in with key goals, didn't he? And that's why I'm saying he may well end up in the middle as an attacking midfield player as well. But listen, it's good to have that conversation, isn't it? It's good to be able to go, should Dwight McNeil play or should it be Dan Zumer or should it be Jack Harrison or should it be... Willie Nonto or Suleiman, you know what I mean? It's good to have that. Other clubs have that. Good clubs have all of those problems where they're going, God, how's he not getting in? Or, I mean, look at Villa against us. They're bringing on bloody Tielemans, you know, and Coutinho. Whatever you think, Coutinho's still a talented footballer, but Tielemans is brilliant, isn't it? You're looking at that, you're seeing other clubs making subs. Wolves at the weekend making subs to win the game. We... I get, again, it's injuries have dictated this, but we've not had the opportunity to make subs to win a game. Imagine being an hour in or 70 minutes in and you're bringing like three players on, like Dan Jumer and Dominic Calvert-Lewin and someone, all of a sudden you're going, trying to win this game. Where otherwise you're looking around going, last season, can we put Tom Davis on here or... Sims. We, you know, Ellis Sims on. It's not really the same level. So you have to have those players. Who knows who'll play? I think um, as well, I wouldn't disagree with anyone who uh, bet on Harrison and Dan Juma to score more than McNeil this season, mm. you know, if they had the same amount mm. of games. But the thing is, McNeil is almost a more traditional winger than them two as well. And if you're looking for someone for a delivery for your big six foot five striker, maybe you do want McNeil on the pitch. Mm. 
but it goes back to what you're saying about options. You know, do you, do you want McNeil for his potential delivery? You know, mm. playing on a strong foot and crosses in, or do you want you know the pace of Harrison cutting inside, or you know Dan Jumer? He's proper wide forward, isn't mm. he? So again, it's options, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Um, Frank says the bobble has just said Cannon's asked to leave, so get the best. Well, he probably has asked to leave. But I'm not convinced he's asked to leave permanently, but he wants to go and play football. He's been kicking his heels for two weeks. The manager could have brought him on against Fulham, could have brought him on against Villa, and he put him on in the 91st minute the other day. So if I was Tom Cannon, I'd be right out the door. Be like, well, you're never giving me a go. Like I said earlier, me and Jack said, he might be, the manager might look at him and just think, you're not ready, mate, so I'm not going to play you. Well, that sounds, we'll let the lad go, and I'm sure they will let him go now. Whether he goes permanently or not, we'll have to wait and see, won't we? Uh, Kevin Blazater says, I had a separate thought on Cannon, separate from the return we'd get. Uh, as we praised him for bringing him forward, he fit the profile. Does Cannon fit or complement Chimiti Beto Dom? Because if not, it may be best to just move him on anyway. Yeah, and that's fair enough. He's a different profile striker, isn't he? Definitely. Mm. I think it's more a case of um, but Tom Cannon might never be an Everton player. Like, my whole thing about keeping him is I think we'll get more money in mm. a year's time if we were to just loan him out. Mm. You know, with the, you're right, he's different. It, we're obviously targeting a specific type of centre-forwards to play for the club. We've signed two rather similar types already. This window to go along with you know, the one we're looking to keep is also similar to them. Yeah, but it, yeah. it's just about the value of Tom Cannon for me with the argument for keeping him. You know, happy to see him go next summer for more money because I mm. think he would if we got him alone. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, yeah, Daniel, uh, uh, listen, it's, I think everyone, the bobble's me mate, so it's fine. <laughs> but saying Tom Cannon's looking for first-team football, I think everybody's fully aware Tom Cannon's looking for first-team football. It's whether or not it works for Everton. I imagine if, I don't know, he wanted to go to Preston, he was desperate to go back to Preston. He loves Ryan Lowe, he loves working with Ryan Lowe. He fits at Preston. Dead simple thing, like he doesn't have to move house or anything like that. Birmingham. All right, he could potentially still live here, but you've got an hour and a half drive every day to get to training. Middlesbrough, he'd have to move up there. Norwich. Uh, Sunderland, he'd have to move, and Norwich, he'd have to move. The end of the country, really. So whether Everton go, well, all right, we want to sell you then. If the lad doesn't really want fancy it, then they're not going to be able to sell him because he still has a say in what he wants. Everton might go, right, I tell you what, eight million quid, eight and a half million quid, we'll sell you with a buyback or we'll sell you with a, a... 30% 30% sell on fee, whatever. Who knows? And Darren, you're right. It, you know, the 7 million could be used elsewhere. Oh, definitely. You know, if Everton, if Everton, I still think if there's definitely three clubs in for Tom Cannon and there's no reason to believe that what I'm being told isn't accurate, to be fair, by the person who told me, if, if there is three clubs, then if Norwich have come in with their opening gambit to seven, you say to the other two, we want eight and a half. One of them will go to it. Absolutely, one of them will. Middlesbrough have got money. It's whether the lad wants to go to Middlesbrough. I'm led to believe he doesn't at this stage because he may. I think he might still have his heart set on a loan to Preston. But if Everton are looking for real money for him, then 
Yeah, and you know, if you get seven, eight million coming, that could absolutely make the difference in the transfer this year. If, if that's all up front as well, that's potentially two down payments on two players, because isn't it? I guess, Jack, no, you're, you're, you're spot on, of course, I guess as well. When you're making these decisions, it's dead easy. Thanks, Steve, for how much they paid for their Sulemana. Um, if you're making these decisions, say you're, just say for arguments, say you're Kevin Felwell, and you're sitting there and you go, all right, we've got Tom Cannon, who's 20, and these are offering nine, eight million, say, just let's say it's eight million quid. We've got Yusuf Chimiti, who's a year younger. We've just paid... We've agreed to pay twelve and a half million quid for this kid. Probably because we think he's better than Tom Cannon. So if Tom Cannon is he really gonna come back and be above Yusuf Chimiti just because he's had a good season in the championship? And that's probably what they're looking at. And they might be looking and going, Dominic Calvert Lewin is fit. Then Tom Cannon ain't getting past he's Calvert Lewin. He's not getting past Beto. And he's you're not getting past the lad we've agreed to sign for four and a half years, four years, whatever, and pay 12 and a half million quid. But we can get eight million now from these. These are the conversations Evan after have to have. And we, we can try to be precious about them as fans because we, we, we want players who come through to do well. But if they've made a decision by seeing them every single day that they don't think he's Premier League quality, They'll make that decision if they go, well, we can get this money now and that helps us buy this player here. That help, We get, like you said before, that 8 million coming and Everton's actually, we can slap 8 million down now for Bakayoko, say, or Willie Nonce. You know, he could go back to Leeds and go, right, we'll, we want, we'll pay the 30 million you want for Nonce and we'll give you the 8 million, which is what you wanted up front now. Leeds might go, okay, the lad wants to go job done shake hands Leeds can do what they want and we get none so then it's worth it in that respect isn't it yeah well that's what they'll be considering talking about and this is the stuff only the club will know you know yeah, how course, far sure. off we in terms of money off other targets that we need does the Cannon money make that up and how far off is Tom Cannon mm. from Premier League level will he ever be useful for us will he ever be worth more than this they'll have a better understanding of both of those things than we mm. will that's why yeah. that, that's what they'll be talking about and considering got it haven't he that's that's their job, isn't it? That's their job to do. So I think at the end of the day, if other clubs come in and pay them and, and offer more money, the lab might go. The lab, I think his ideal thing would be, um, I'm sure, would be going on loan to Preston because that's where he wants to go, let's be honest. And Preston don't have eight million quid to buy him. So, um, yeah, Neil Mopai, would you play him tonight or not bother? No, I wouldn't play him and play Chimiti. You know, he's got more of a future at Everton. He's not Premier League ready. We've got a game that's not in the Premier League. Mm. You know, let let's see where he's at. Let him get into the team. Hopefully, get a goal and get his confidence up. Yeah, Mopey for me is just a non-factor at this point. He's not going to be an Everton player by the end of the transfer window, most likely. He's had another chance. He, you know, he, against Fulham, he got another chance in the Premier League, which he arguably shouldn't have had after last season. He, you know, arguably should have been out the door before the season even started. He. It's not going to work for him at Everton. He's not going to be an Everton player. Let's move on. We've got a new lads. Give him the chance. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and who's it going to do more for? If Mopai played tonight and scored two, great. But he's like you just said, he's finished at Everton. He's fourth choice. If Dom's fit, 
all right, you could argue he's third choice, maybe just ahead of Timothy, but he's still third choice in a team that plays one. So it's a waste of time, really. Uh, you don't want to risk him getting a knock if you're trying to get him out the door anyway. So, let's see. He might be above Chimiti now, but Chimiti's been brought into overtime, become mm. a first-team player. Mm. Malpe never is going to be Well, hang on, on Saturday, we were 1-0 down. Sorry, it was 0-0, and there was half an hour to go, and Chimiti came on. Yeah. And when we went 1-0 down, Cannon came on. Malpe yeah. didn't. That's one of the things he's just done at Everton. So, it's done, isn't it? It's done. Um, Jez says Chimiti looked lively when he came on. Absolutely. Jeffrey Hodgson says, don't forget to bum the, button, the like button. I mean, you know, do whatever. If Touch the, the like button. Yeah. We like it. Be nice to the like button. We love it. Subscribe. We we thrive. If you subscribe, we thrive. And we love that. Do what the like button wants you yeah. to do. Consensual. Well. Yeah. Always be I, consensual. chats. Yeah. It's important. It's a very important. Um, Jack Lee says, Chimiti is the future star. People are sleeping on him. Like that, people are sleeping on him. Okay. He's gonna cook. He's gonna cook. That's what he's I hate that. Do you, do you hate <laughs> yeah, that phrase? Yeah, Look at him, him cooking. Cook. Oh, it's horrible. Uh, we are it's cooking. Horrible. Horrible. Let him cook. Uh, Dave says, um, I like Cannon, but I think at the moment we need to look at what they can offer us now. We need to stay in the league. Yeah, fair play. Um, I'm not saying sell him, by the way. I'm just saying. Yeah, just it has to be looked at, doesn't it? We've got to, they've got to look at everything, I guess. With, you know, five million off a player, that'll come in and really improve this team. Yeah. Gordon says, watching Nonso last night, and he's a grafter, but don't think he'll be leaving Leeds now. Well, he wants to come, but Leeds, Leeds have got all the cards, haven't they? And if they don't, if they don't want to sell him, they don't have to sell him. Like we said before, his wages aren't going to put them in any danger this year, so... They can just say, no, mate, you're not going. Would Leeds be playing him at this point? And, you know, obviously trying to rebuild that relationship, putting pictures of him up and that. If they weren't confident, he'd be staying as well. You know, have they got an indication of Nonto or, you know, just within themselves? I think Everton, Everton are still getting lots of encouragement. Do you think? They are. Yeah. So the lad was advised by people around the deal to go back and play. Because obviously it doesn't look good for you. Go yeah. back and and try to soften Leeds' stance by playing. Go in, do your best. But he is still apparently letting Leeds know he's oh, he's up for leaving. Enough. But doesn't. But for them, they hold all the cards, so they could turn around and go, "You're one of our prized assets, mate. We ain't selling you." Yeah. So therefore, putting pictures out of him and encouraging him, it's what they're doing is they're mending that relationship with the fan base who, don't forget, was singing Get yeah, Out of Our Club and all that. That's what I mean. I mean, if from so. Leeds' perspective, you know, would, would they put, would they play him if they win of the opinion he's staying with us and but if it's our choice? I think they had to play him on Saturday. They, they, they haven't won a game till Saturday. So they had to play him, didn't they? And yeah. he won 4-3. They played Sinistera, who haven't been playing. You know, there was Sinistera... Nonso and Helder Costa, who were all training on their own because all three of them won out. So they played Nonso and they played Sinistera the weekend. Both of them scored. They won 4 3. They got knocked out last night at the Carabao Cup. So they're going to play him because you do, you see people playing. Don't Jay Adams was on his way out, but he played every game till Saturday for Southampton. Now he'll be wounded because obviously Everton have got Beto. Southampton have cost them a move, but they've offered them a new contract, so we mended them. Uh, Simon says, I liked it so much, I hit the button twice. Is right. Well done. 
Well done. Um, last couple before we finish. So the team will be announced in half an hour, won't it? Or it might get leaked a little bit earlier than that. We'll know then. I'd love to see Chimiti start. I think he's got to. I think Dobbin should start. Give him a bit more. I think Branthwaite. I think Branthwaite needs to start. Give him another yeah, 90. Keep Branthwaite and Tarkowski together. Let them. I don't think he will, though. I think. I think. Ben Godfrey or might in fact this back two might be Godfrey and Keane. I know, but he might look at it. I wouldn't do that. I'd have Brantwaite in and I'd pick Godfrey. And Michael Keane would be sub because Michael Keane's played this season and Godfrey hasn't. And Brantwaite, you want him playing games. Michalenko will play, I imagine. I'd leave Patterson there as well. Um, because I think the more games he plays, the better. And who else is there? James Garner should play centrally tonight. Um, Dobbin, Dan Juma, Chimiti will be my front three. Big Beto on the bench, but we'll see. We'll see. Right, yeah, it does. West Egg, it does hit it, the like button twice, undoes it, so you'd have to hit it thrice. There you go. Right, we are done. Enjoy the game. We will be, me and Pedal obviously be doing aftermatch stuff. We'll be back tomorrow. Um, come on, you blues, just win the bloody game. Just win, will you? Score some goals. Thanks for watching. See you later. <laughs>